Welcome aboard. This is your Captain Johnny. And first mate Jess, thank you for joining us on our chaotic journey through fan fiction. This podcast will contain adult situations and themes. I would strongly suggest using caution when listening in public. But what do I know? We do not own these stories or characters. They're just along for the ride upon the Ships of Chaos. Hello, Chaotics. This is Johnny. Hey, this is Jess. Oh, this is our last episode of Radio Tower. How are you feeling? Do you know it keeps running through my head? It's what? the final chapter. Oh, and this is like, this it's is the final. It's the last chapter. I haven't broken it up any. It's very long. I'm not sure if I should do the voices tonight because it's so long. And this chapter is just Styles and Derek. So just use Styles. I, I, I enjoy, I mean, I enjoy the Derek voice. I, d- I oh, don't think my voice can survive tonight. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. So fair. I'll just do a deep voice for Derek instead of the whole Batman thing. Yeah. We've but. said goodbye to Batman. And we do have a time jump, right? Yes, this is a six months time jump. Uh, do you want to give us a recap of the story? Let's not do a recap of last episodes. Let's do a recap of the story. Oh, my God, Johnny. You know, I have a shitty memory. But... <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a Styles in a radio tower, <laughs> and he was all alone for a very long time. Okay. Until his sour wolf showed up, mm-hmm. and then they took a road trip. They ran into some nasty men, and sour wolf was taking him home to meet his family. <laughs> his uh whatever, not the family. You you get where I'm going. But, you know, they end up at a sanctuary together and everybody's reunited and it feels so good. And now we're six months from there. Okay. And I mean, there's like some other stuff that happens. There's berserkers, there's Kate, there's Kukukukora. And we, uh, how many times did we say fucks Gerard? Yep. There's a fuck Gerard. Too many. You got too much screen time. <laughs> so where did we end up last last episode? Yeah, so where last did... episode, we're catching up with Derek and Styles. I think it was a slight time jump, right? It may have been like a week. It was like a week. A week or two. Derek's family is getting settled. And Styles like doesn't want to intrude. But Derek's like, no, you're pack. You're mine. They went to the hotel that the Hales are now living at. What what happened when they got to the hotel? I don't I don't remember. I mean, I know the whole family is there. He gets like accepted, right? Like the sister's okay. like, good for you. I don't I don't remember. So like first Laura walks up and like sends him. And then after that, like the entire pack just lines up and just starts scent scenting him. What is that? Is that like them just sniffing? Like the, it's like let them me rubbing sniff your butt. Him. No, it's like rubbing against him, like a rubbing, like against his pulse point. So he mm. smells like them. It's like it, it wasn't just like accepting, an accepting. It was, it was, it was an acceptance and like welcoming him back into the pack. Mm, okay. It was more than just accepting. It was like, uh, finally like solidifying him as pack. Got it. And had anybody scented him before? Uh, Laura had. And oh, Cora. Okay. Isaac. Boyd and Erica had and they all Derek. they all did that in the forest right after the yeah. fire with Gerard when yeah. they were in the puppy pile yeah they, they did that during the puppy pile so it was like a monumental event whenever like he goes to see the pack not sure of his place and they all just line up and send him because that was just solidifying the pack as a whole so and that's where we ended and now we're at the last episode six months later I am going to miss this story yeah. Hyper little Nori. Yeah. Again, we cannot thank you enough for this fic. Yes, it is. It's just beautiful. And now we're going to go into six months later. We're going to do the whole. And I'm going to read now. <laughs> ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Chapter 12 ep- epilogue six months later. It was the first day that had truly felt like spring so far. It was cooler. 
wetter up in the settlement than it had been in Beacon Hills. But Stiles had found the winter surprisingly mild, even enjoyable. There was something about coming in from the cold weather winter air and curling up by the fire with his dad, or curling his cold toes under the back of Derek's knees in bed when the world outside went quiet. It was something that felt a lot like home. A sigh tumbled over his lips as he sat back on his heels in the dirt, the afternoon sun kissing his sweat damp, dampled brow that he wiped with his forearm. Behind him, the fields he had helped sow as soon as the last snow had melted were already tall with wheat that should have taken much longer to mature. He didn't know how, didn't know much about wheat, but the people around him who had worked with the are that who had worked with the agriculture cared for the earth and the greenhouses long before he'd stepped foot here had sung praises for his miracle spark his spark was still a work in progress at least as far as his control was concerned but the, the people he worked with in the greenhouse and on the fields assured him how much more the crops had flourished with his increasing skill styles protested the use of any skill Luck was still a better alternative to, to people who didn't understand the concept of a spark, though it was becoming more reliable. He thought one day he might even be able to harness his spark in other ways. Deaton was a cryptic asshole and kept insisting it wasn't a fine art. The control of a spark like his, though the way he kept tricking Styles into helping him on the days he brewed his medicines with Noshiko, made him think, Maybe the end game was to get Styles to take over for those. That was a, was a daunting yet exciting prospect for the far distant future. For now, Styles was glad to be of use and happy to work hard, especially on days like today when his dad was on shift and Derek was on a scouting mission. Just because the phone men were gone didn't mean they had grown complacent. Styles wiped his hands on his jeans and made his way toward the road such as it was with the two women he'd worked the fields with that day. Tonight would be the second night Derek was gone, and while Stiles could still feel him out there, still sense his well-being, it didn't stop him missing him. As rare as his excursions were nowadays, aside from the occasional hunting, where once it had been hard to remember warmth and compassion, companionship, now it was hard to remember a night where Derek hadn't been curled up beside him in the home he shared with his dad where there was no dinner at the pack house, the nights without Derek quietly enjoying his family's antics around him with that reserved contentment of his where all like a bad dream from long ago. It was just that he missed him, that his world was just generally better with Derek there, that his life had a completeness to it. It wasn't necessity. He thought that was why Derek volunteered for the scouting parties, because he knew Derek hated leaving the pack as much as Styles hated him going. It was to reassure Styles that he had a place here that was of his own making, not theirs. After six months of living and working and getting to know the people of the settlement, though, Styles thought he got it that pretty well now. He'd have to assure Derek of that, and that, that he preferred the place they had together very much. Do you have a lift home, Styles? Li Yu, the woman in charge of the field crops, offered as she dusted off her own hands to tie back her glossy black hair. That'd be good, yeah. I'm sore all over. Lilu grinned. Still not let your dad set you up with a horse? Dad let me, me up on mischief a few times, but I've gotten, haven't gotten my own wheels yet, no. I'm on the waiting list for one. Lelu nodded, leading the way over to where her pinto stood grazed loyally. His dad wasn't absent when he dropped off the back of Lelu's horse and headed into the house. But given all the excitement in the last few weeks, that was understandable. A few weeks ago, they had radio contact from the outside world for the first time since communications had gone down for years ago, before they'd left Beacon Hills, just as they had always daydreamed. There were other places like theirs out there, other safe havens in the wilderness, like sprouts of life in the wasteland. Stiles thought of his own lonely life less than a year ago in his radio tower, calling out each day, trying in vain to make contact with the outside world. It was a lonely yet distant thought, so far removed from the last six months or so of, his of life since here where everything was so alive.
the contact brought news that there were at least two others out there. The settlement in question and one other they'd managed to contact before them at Aurelia Lake. The one who'd made the call of, was up beyond the mountains, inaccessible until spring was truly in swing. But then the plan was that was that a few of their team would make the journey to Aurelia Lake. Apparently, they too had integrated with the supernatural in their attempt to survive. And while they weren't as comfortable or self-sufficient as Aurelia Lake, now their work wasn't dissimilar. The idea of collaboration, of branching out, was both terrifying and exhilarating, full of hope. The world had been far from perfect before, but Styles didn't believe the theory popped there with a few of the settlers that the world had been wiped clean for its sins. However, he did believe that out of the darkness of loss, they could start in a more accepting place if the world could be rebuilt with the mindset and ideals of the people here in Aurelia Lake. Varied yet honest, caring and considerate, open-minded. He thought that wouldn't be so bad. He tossed his work soiled clothes in the ha hamper in the bathroom and stepped into the shower to wash away the soil and sweat. When he thought of the past now, it was with distant sadness, a longing for certain things. His little creature comforts and simple pleasures, junk food and Netflix and Xbox, his old Jeep. But that nost nostalgia wasn't all consuming. That old Jeep is still at the radio tower. <laughs> Maybe they'll make a journey back there, like for like a vacation. Yeah, that would be great. Go get his Jeep. Right? <laughs> yeah. The kind of world they had now, it was changing every day, it seemed. Their ability to make things work, to make things easier on the people they worked and lived with, was improving all the time. Simply with organization or by collaborating with supernatural strength and abilities. They'd created a different kind of happiness that was no less fulfilling. In fact, Styles might even say he was happier now, here with his dad and the pack and these people. In fact, Styles might even say he was happier now, here with his dad and the pack and these people than he had been in his dreamlike childhood. He was still smiling as he stepped out of his quick shower and made for his bedroom with a towel around his waist. He smiled at the thought of pack dinners at the Hale House with his dad and Derek of movie nights at the old school and cooking lessons with Mr. Hale. The thought of the first official day of spring. He had dived into the lake just outside the walls of the settlement and dragged Derek under with him, laughing and sp spluttering in equal measures as their extended family set up the annual communal, communal picnic. He and his dad had added a few more personal touches to his bedroom since he'd arrived. The bed was covered with warm quilts. The shelves were lined with some of the more personal books he'd brought with him from Salveda, but hadn't donated to the library, along with little trinkets, a photo of him and his parents, which his dad had saved. It was one of the few with the others scattered around the house that they'd made a, ho a home together. There was also an old dresser, a wardrobe with his own clothes, and even some of Derek's hanging alongside them. It was simple but cozy, enough room for a bed that fitted him and Derek comfortably. Derek, who was sitting on the inbuilt window seat when Styles stepped in. He'd felt Derek's presence swell with his approach while he was in the shower. But it wasn't an exact art, at least not one he'd honed or experimented with. Not when they'd languished happily in close proximity most of the time. It was a gift from the spark and also a pack thing. Styles had learned, and werewolf or not, as a kid who had to deal with loneliness even before the world ended, with a dad who had to work so hard to raise and provide for him. It was an arrangement he longed for. He thrived on it. Hey, Derek said, voice warm and husky as he turned his head to look at him. The last of the afternoon sun was streaming in through the window and bathed his face in glorious golden light, a picture that took Styles' breath away. Hey, Styles managed a voice a little raspy, still at awe at the sight of him. Nearly two days had been too many even knowing in his gut, in the spark of their connection between them, that he was all right. They both, they were both all right. They were both strong and capable, but they worked better together, felt better together. Styles stepped forward without even thinking about it, drawn to Derek as ever. He felt warmth spread through him, 
relaxation and a bliss like sunlight on his skin as he came to stand beside the window seat. Derek's fingers skidded across his hip, then around to splay at the small of his back and draw him closer. Derek nosed into his belly, into the light trail of hair there, and Styles drew in a little breath, fingers sliding into Derek's hair. Fingers sliding into Derek's hair. Missed me, he mused, and Derek grumbled an answer into the edge of the towel, just breathing Styles in, just leaning into him. Sometimes werewolf instincts and werewolf greetings got to Styles more than the human ones, if only because it meant Derek utterly trusted him to be himself and no Styles accepted that, loved it even. Styles relinquished, uh, no, Styles relished in the silent scenting, the brush of Derek's beard against his stomach until Derek's mouth dragged up, accessible enough for Styles to grasp his face and pull him up so their lips could meet. Their lips pressed ardently together in a mixture of relief and hunger to reaffirm their connection. They parted without really losing contact, foreheads pressed together. Styles' nose nuzzled into Derek's stubbly cheek as his long fingers cupped Derek's neck. The simple contact meant so much more because of what Derek was, made their skin sing as if touched by a live wire. Want to go with you next time? Styles breathed in the diminutive space between their mouths, tasting the little excel of relief and intimacy that spilled over Derek's lips. Wherever you go, we're supposed to be a team. We are, Derek murmured softly, fingers digging into Styles' shoulder with the urgency in which he held him close. I wanted to ask you, I just... He trailed off, letting his lips drag across the curve of dial, dials. Mm. What the heck is a dials? The curve of Styles' chin. His nose pressed to inhale at the corner of Styles' jaw just by his ear. His warm inhalation there sent a shiver through Styles, who tipped his head sideways to welcome more of the touch at the same time as Derek tugged him to straddle his thighs. The towel fell away and the scrape of denim on the back of Styles' damp thighs dragged in the best way. He knew what Derek meant. They, they were still working on the fine balance of solitude and working with the people around them. They had a community, a pack, and Styles' dad, and they were both guilty of not wanting to demand too much from the other while, while they relearned their place in all of that, while they made up for lost time with their families. They were getting better, though. It was getting there. Ask me, Styles whispered as his eyes fell shut, letting his hands cup Derek's face and throat almost. Wait, no, cup. Wait, letting his hands cup Derek's face and throat more fervently as blunt human teeth started to mouth at his ear. He couldn't explain the need to be this together, to work together, to be close, but he knew he didn't have to because they were wolf instincts too for the pack the alpha pair to remain together. He knew that's what Derek thought, what he wanted, even if he never heard it out loud. They were bonded in a way more than two humans could have ever been, more complete. Styles was on fire with wanting every part of him, even months later. It was a fire that only fueled the happiness burning comfortably in the hearth of his soul. Derek's hands gripped his hips, then his ass, squeezed and tugged him in close until their torsos were pressed tight together. Styles' groin against his as he straddled his lap. A low, humming growl rumbled in Derek's throat, a sound of abject, dizzied pleasure, all-consuming, as if the rest of the world didn't, didn't exist. Any troubles or uncertainties faded away in its heat. The tight soreness in Styles' muscles from working in the fields the slight ache in his hands ebbed away at Derek's touch until he melted into his lap. You smell so good, Derek mumbled absently, softly in the soft skin behind his ear. Just here, let me, and clean. Well, no, just here, like me, and clean, and styles, and pack, and home. Yeah, styles asked breathily 
because usually it was him rambling nonsensical platitudes and endearments, and Derek was always sub-vocal in his appreciation. Hmm. One of Derek's hands played up across the small of his back, urging him into a soft, rocking motion. Styles hissed at the scrape of denim against his growing hardness, and Derek groaned in reluctance, running up into him once, twice, before slowly pushing him off. Styles reached for Derek's shirt at the same time as Derek reached for his belt, the two of them fumbling with fast, urgent, clumsy fingers until Derek's clothes shuddered to the floor in a messy heap around his feet. Their mouths met fiercely again, tongues clashing together as Styles stepped backward, urging Derek with him with the grip of his hair, unwilling to relinquish the connection of their mouths. Ooh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> Styles nearly tripped over a large cardboard box on the floor by his bed, and he flailed. Derek caught him just, and both of them tumbled in the bed in a heap of tangled limbs and soft laughter. Laughter smothered by slower, lazier kisses, the two of them arching languish, languid together in the sheets, still must from where Styles had crawled out of them that morning. It smelled of them still, both of them. It was soft and welcoming, and their hands moved over each other, reaffirming appreciative. What's in the box? Styles asked between kisses, pushing himself forward, so he was half laying over Derek, riding his swelling hardness softly into the jut of his thigh. Derek arched up to compliment his movements, caressing him everywhere, his own erection pushing into the warm hollow of Styles's hip. Present, he answered breathily, nuzzling insistently at the corner of Styles's mouth to try and get him to tilt his head and offer his throat again. Derek liked to switch between worrying his neck, marking and scenting, then coming back to his mouth, spreading beard burn and affection between the two until Styles felt giddy with lack of air. Oh. Beard burn. <laughs> You're loving this. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Styles dragged the corner of his mouth over Derek's jaw, scenting back. The action make, made Derek grind up into him a little more insistently. Present for me, Styles panted. Mm, if you're good, Derek <laughs> hummed. <laughs> Derek hummed and Styles let out a huff of laughter against his mouth, pulling himself up fully over Derek's hips. A low, rumbling growl rented the air as he found himself rolled straight over onto his back. Derek over him, startling a little laugh out of him that was stolen by hungry kisses. They turned feral and claiming as they trailed down his body, teeth scraping around the subtle tone shape of pectoral muscle, muscle and lower to just catch the edge of his navel. Styles drew in a sharp breath and let his legs fall open to make more room for Derek between them. Derek wrapped his arms around his thighs as he settled on his belly between them, his nose lazy in the juncture of Styles' hip, slow, languid drag of his nose, like little teasing caresses so close yet so, so far from where Styles really wanted them. He fidgeted, squirmed, and Derek gave a huff of amused arousal against his skin, fingertips dragging absently where they rested on his lightly haired thighs. Mm -hmm. Derek murmured again, that same giddy, soft, happy sound of contentment and hunger for all at once. He inhaled just loud enough for Styles to hear, and Styles let his head fall back against the bed, neck arched. Lips parted in soundless gasps for air. Can I? He always asked so gently when it came to things like this, as if Styles would ever refuse him. Styles gave a shaky nod not trusting his voice because whatever Derek wanted was always good because he trusted him. On your belly, Derek's voice was thick with heat as it always was when they'd been apart. His hunger, his need, the wolf desperate to lay claim to Styles, taste him, scent him wherever he could, everywhere, commit to all of him and reaffirm the bond between them that they never acknowledged, but everyone in the world knew meant everything. 
Styles pushed himself up onto his hands and knees, only to drop to his shoulders as Derek dipped his head to bite gently on his tailbone. A shocked, cut-off cry ripped from Styles' throat, and he buried his face in the comforter, fingers curling tight as his entire body jerked forward and then back into Derek. Hot breath ghosted between his cheeks. Just a hint, but Styles was already on fire with anticipation because Derek had never done that before. They touched hands, mouths, cocks, kisses, but never Derek's mouth there and never anything but a teasing, glancing caress of fingertips between his cheeks. Derek nosed down across one of the tensed globes of his ass, nipping in an unvoiced question. Styles complied, sinking down until he was perfectly flat on the bed, legs spread, giving Derek space to nuzzle down his inner thigh and the back of his knee, scenting him everywhere. Derek. He tried to rasp, barely there, choked sound that turned into an almost hurt little ah. When Derek grasped his cheeks, spread them with spread them open and bit him gently again, just at the sensitive place, right at the top of his crack, the tender little snippet of flesh just hidden by the globe globes of his ass, just forbidden, but not to Derek. No, he choked out, almost a whimper, but rougher, heavy, shaky, and Derek lifted his head a little. Styles? No, Styles gasped again. I mean, yes, but he licked his dry lips, turning his head to rest his face, blazed with mortification and arousal, both into his hands where they were bunched in the comforter. Isn't that... The tension that had seen Steric body drifted away with only partially coherent reassurance. He turned his head enough to drag his lips his blunt teeth over the shape of Styles's ass, just avoiding the crease. Don't you like it? You're killing me. Mm. Derek let his thumb just graze the crease he'd only briefly teased before, now exposing and clenching under his gaze, unhindered. You're so hot here. Oh God, you've got these super senses and you're smelling my ass and there are so many dog jokes and so many hygiene issues, but I really want you to lick me, fuck me. Styles' frantic tone, torn rambling cut short as Derek inhaled hotly into the twitching exposed ring of muscle and Styles' words were lost to that almost hurt noise again. His hips ground into the sheets again, his will, and Derek used both thumbs to trace the outer shape of his interests entrance teasingly before pulling it taunt you've just had a shower you smell like styles i like it styles heard the unsaid words the all that matters even now it's just us anymore and the reassurance soothed him if you want me to stop tell me it was the epitome of the uncomplicated honesty they shared Styles just about managed to breathe, just about managed to convince his body to relax as Derek dipped his head to flick his tongue across the center of his heat. His body tensed and shuddered all at once, stuttering, reluctant jerks he couldn't quite control, and he curled his fingers tight into the bedding as Derek hesitated, hot breath just there but nothing else. His fingers flexed on Styles' ass where he held him open, and Styles pressed his forehead into the comforter closing his eyes as he relaxed the hesitation in him, in him, his back arching just a little. Come on, he breathed into the minute space between his face and the covers. Go all wolf on me. Eat me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wild. <sighs> the noise Derek made was torn between amusement and animal. His tongue swept across the tight entrance. Then again, circling the twitching pink ring, he drag dragged his stubble across it, hearing Styles' hiss before sucking gently in teasing constriction and promise. The flat of his palm pressed Styles' 
open further until there was a tight little burn where he stretched and Derek licked him from tailbone to perineum. That's such a hard word. I hate that word, mm -hmm. but that's what it's called. <laughs> he nuzzled long gently at his tailbone, then so softly at the place just behind his balls, blunt, strong teeth teasing so soft until Styles had to touch himself. Twisting his head to the side, Styles let his shoulders take his weight and he reached under to stroke himself, unable to stop. Derek gave a soft huff of appreciation against his balls before sucking one in his mouth. Oh God, Styles groaned throatily, hoarse and broken, losing the last of the resistance he thought he should have rather than wanted to have and just filling himself open utterly to Derek. In turn, they he felt the last vestiges of Derek's composure crumble. A low rumbling growl punctuated the wet slurping against his balls up between his cheeks and Styles' fingers tightened around his cock, stroking himself in long, slow pulls. So good. Derek's thumb teased at the edges of his twitching hole, pulling him open for his tongue. He devoured him, wet, sloppy, hungry, growling softly. Derek moved with it, shuddering, fucking his hand and Derek's tongue with each rough jerk of his hips. He closed his eyes, lost himself to it, to Derek, and just felt so good. He excelled in a long, slow whine. So good. So good. So. Derek's beard scraped between his cheeks, the ferocity of his tongue, wet, hungry, pressing in and out, lathering his rim until his, its weak spasms dulled, relaxed like styles, limp and melting under the attention. Derek, he squeezed his cock just this side of painful, then let go, his breathing ragged, ragged against the fabric against his cheek. He swore he could feel his blood, his nerve endings pulsing with each teasing stab of tongue, each hungry, wet pull of that mouth on him. Sweat prickled across his back and he shuddered with it all. Then one of Derek's thumb pushed in, slid straight into him like it was made of butter. No, slid straight into him like he was made of butter. Derek's finger cupped Styles' balls at the same time as his thumb hooked down, massaging him so perfectly inside that he felt his head spin. Oh, fuck, Derek, fuck me. Yeah, D Derek sounded more out of it than him. And when Styles tried to twist around to see his face, Derek was on him. He stretched up to catch Styles' neck to ease his head to the side at an almost unnatural angle. He crushed their lips together at the same time, thumbing the tenderest place that sent tight, coiling sparks through Styles' belly. He panted into Derek's mouth, kissing through breathless noises. He didn't even care where Derek's mouth had been. He just wanted more of him, all of him, wanted to melt into him before he went crazy from not touching enough. You sure? Derek murmured against his open mouth, and Styles wreathed under him. He relished the heat of Derek against his back, the pressure against his prostate for a second more before he stretched forward to hook one finger into the simple wooden bedside drawer. He remembered the first time they'd messed around in, in this bed, like two virgins while his dad was, dad was out, and Derek's lips had done that amused twitch at the side of the bottle of lube he'd stashed in his bed in the pharmacy all those months ago. I forgot about that lube. The lube from the, the goat. <laughs> yeah, I forgot ah. about that lube. <laughs> hey, so just a question though. Well, Are we assuming like this is their first time together like this? Because we know they've like rutted before. Uh, yeah. Is rutted the right word? Yeah, I think this is the first time they've had like real, real intercourse. Like intercourse, okay. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a lifetime away. He hadn't even been thinking of using it with Derek then. Not really. It'd just been instinctive to grab. But Derek had seen it and had looked so damn close to laughing as he said, Oh, oh, thank God. I was wondering if you were ever going to dig that out of your backpack before your dad found it. It was a pretty big bottle, and they'd only used it a few times to slick up hand jobs 
or once when Derek had urged him to grind his cock between his cheeks. It was water-based and odorless, but Styles hadn't done full penetration in years. Not since the last fumble in Beacon Hills with a kid as equally terrified of what was the, the, equally terrified of what was happening around them as he'd been. He had a feeling he'd need it. Styles rolled onto his back, feeling the wet patch his leaky cock had left on the comforter. Derek held his hand out for the bottle, but Styles only grinned mischievously up to him, nipping one of the outstretched fingers before squeezing some of the lubricant into Derek's palm. Derek's fingers were deceptively soft, but they were wide, and Styles let out a long breath as he one slid into him. Derek's face was flushed and his hair mute, must, in an, uh, this adorable way that made him look so human and soft, his eyes bright and a light a sheen of sweat, a spittle covered his lips. He watched the place where his second finger eased into styles, so loose and soft from Derek's mouth, gliding in easily. He cast a teasing glance in, over Styles' hot spot until Styles' toes curled when they did, and Derek met his eyes with a sheepish slow smile. Gonna do this for you too, like tomorrow or real soon, Styles mumbled, feeling like he was high as Derek curled around against his side. Finger, fingers still pressing in and out of Styles' clutching heat. He rocked the palm of his hand against his perineum until Styles was rising up into each little pump of his hand. God, they'd done this before with Derek's fingers in him, but only as a teasing little push toward an orgasm with his mouth on Styles' cock or his hand wrapped around it. Never like this, never when Styles' skin and nerves were already sparking with need for more from being teased and driven driven to madness. Derek pressed against him until Styles was half tilted toward his side. Derek nosing intimately against his cheek, his ear. Styles reached back, curling one arm around Derek's head to thread his fingers through his hair and hold him close. He studied what he could see of him, drinking all of him in before letting his eyes fall closed. Want it, all of it. Derek agreed, the delayed of his response speaking more of his re desire rather than his reluctance. He sounded so relaxed, and Styles never tired of seeing him like this, especially knowing it was him that caused it. When he drew his fingers back, it was a with a brief. When he drew his fingers back, it was a with a brief sound in his throat, leaving Styles weird and empty. And he tipped one leg for as forward as he felt Derek slicking himself from behind. Like this, yeah? Mm. Then I can hold on to you. Styles smiled to himself, turning his head slightly into Derek's arm under his head to hide it, because he knew what Derek really meant was, so I can hold you. The first press of Derek's burning meat made Styles gasp into his bicep. He felt Der Derek's lip part against the nape of his neck in a soundless groan as he flexed his hips, fingers grasping Styles's that lay close to his head as his other hand helped guide him in. When Styles clinched instinctively around the head of his cock, he let out a choked noise and Styles panted, trying to remember, remember how to function, how to do this. It was so much. It didn't hurt, but it was uncomfortable and he squirmed without really moving, trying to push out and stay still and relax all at once because Derek was hot and huge and so, so gentle, and he wanted this more than anything. Okay, Derek's voice was barely audible. No, okay. Derek's voice was a barely audible whisper, hoarse with overwhelm. Styles nodded into his arm, lifting his upper leg to help to open himself up, hooking it behind Derek's leg for leverage as Derek's hands played on his belly. He stroked up and down in a maddening way to connect them. When his fingers dripped toward his groin, Styles covered it with his own. It's getting a little hot. It's, it's, been, it's been a little <laughs> a little steamy in here. My microphone was uh, toppling over. <laughs> Wait. He panted, feeling it all so much. 
not just yet. Just let me. He pushed down and Derek slid in wetly. So much lube, so wet and huge and pulsing hot, hotter than a branding iron. And Styles felt every inch. It was awkward at first, Derek still and Styles twitching his hips in the smallest of movements, adjusting, filling Derek in him. He moved just enough to make Derek pant against his neck and to let his muscles remember. Except it had never felt like this. The looseness Derek's mouth had instilled in his tight heat helped. He shifted all the way down before, down after rocking up almost all the way off, humping back into Derek in tiny little jerks until he felt his muscles give and suck. They drew Derek into him until Styles just exhaled in a throaty sigh until Derek's arm. Just as the discomfort eased into a good, easy, slow glide rather than tight resistance. He managed again, fingers tightening into Derek's by his head. His other hand eased down to help hold his leg up, open himself up for Derek to wordlessly give Derek's hand, still resting over his belly, permission to move again. Blunt fingernails dragged through Styles' pubic hair, scritching teasingly at the base of his cock, then up, back up as Derek started to rock forward into him. You're hot inside, Derek mumbled dizzyingly into his ear. Wanted this, wanted to be inside you so close. Closer than, yeah, close, Styles gasped out, and later he would marvel that he was the one lost for words while Derek was murmuring nonstop in his ear as if he couldn't help it, like he'd been in, unable to speak to Styles for two days and now he couldn't stop. Oh, God, Styles choked out his hot, tingly, melting heat spread through him from the inside. It was like he'd hit melting point and, and now he was simmering down into a puddle of heat around Derek in the safety of his grasp. Wow, hyper little Nori. <laughs> Whether he inherited his pack's instincts somewhat after, from being with them for some time or his knee just ran the same way, he let his urges turn his head to a fraction more to graze his teeth across Derek's bicep. Derek made an appreciative noise against his skin, grinding into him, and his hands played flat on Styles' belly to hold him tight to his body as he fucked into him faster now. I can hear the noises your ass makes while I fuck into you, Derek growled, and Styles' cock throbbed. Touch my dick, Styles demanded, rolling his hips back to drive himself onto Derek's hardness, taking more. When Derek's fingers wrapped around his neglected cock, it only made him move faster, fucking Derek's hand and his ass back with each hard thrust, the sound of their bodies meeting, that even he could hear now punctuated every time they came back together. He craned his neck back sideways to try and glimpse Derek, only to see his eyes shut, drinking in the sensation. Styles brushed their lips together awkwardly without ever breaking the rhythm of their bodies, and Derek kissed him back with hungry passion. Look at me, Styles breathed, and Derek's eyes flew open, glazed and dark green gray with lust. The slight of it coiled down into Styles' belly and tightened. Derek's fingers stroked him faster, driving him quicker toward the edge and harder back into him until he was groaning open mouth into Styles' kiss. With a harsh groan, he bore Styles over flat onto his belly, drawing out with a pain sound and pushed one of Styles' legs up under him to the side. Styles twisted his head to look at him as best he could, cock hard and throbbing between his body and the bed, ass open and hungry as Derek spread him open, looking down at the pink, gaping hole of muscle. Derek's body was heavy with every breath he took, like he was barely in control of himself. His skin was sweat-slicked, muscles tensed and taunt as his expression dark with lust and focus as he spread Styles open. More lube, Styles managed huskily, letting his head fall back onto the bed. He squirmed at the generous trail of cool fluid that splashed against his crack, oozed into the open entrance of his body, greedily drinking it in. 
Derek's thumb smeared it across the sensitive nerves around his hole with low, reverent sound before smoothing more across his own length and pushing back in. He fucked Styles' entrance slowly for a few moments, relishing in the grasp around his cock, dragging wet, messy sounds out with every tug outward that left Styles open and bereft. Styles knew he was drinking in the sight of him welcoming, welcoming Derek into his body with each move. The grasping hungry for him, no, then grasping hungrily for him when he drew out, as much as the sensation of pressing into him. Then suddenly, Derek sank into him, all the way in, his body following to cover him back and drive a punched-out sound from Styles' lung. Styles squirmed without really moving, wanting more, but relishing in the fullness. Derek's arm braced beside his head, fingers carting through Styles' sweaty hair, as his other arm tucked Styles' hip up just enough. He drove into him, fucking him hard, fast, pressing his nose into the side of Styles' neck and just holding onto him like that, pounding inside until Styles felt like he couldn't breathe. Styles reached back, urging Derek faster, harder, eyes squeezing shut as he just let go and felt his cock pulsed hard, bobbing with each hard thrust and drooling messily across the bed, slapping welt against his be belly. So close, he crowd cried out at the perfect overwhelming pressure of it building in him like a dam ready to burst, everything too tight and too hot. Derek's hand on his hip shifted for his cock and Styles cried out in spite of how much he ate. No, no, I think a bit more, I think. Derek's length drove into him and Styles' cock burst against his belly and the sheets without a hand on it. It was devastatingly perfect. He swore his whole head swam with the rush of heat and intimacy and overwhelming emotion and need. He felt himself collapse against the bed, limp and shuddering, filling only the places Derek touched with him and nowhere else. He was still shaking with spasm, breathing hard even after Derek came with a shaky, sloppy kiss against his neck. The hand on his hip slid under him, up through the mess to lay flat on his torso. There Derek held Stiles tight to his body pulling him back with him and staying inside as he spooned up behind him. Shh, Derek whispered softly, stroking across his messy stomach and chest as Styles tried to remember how to breathe. In, the, in his inquisitive teenage years, he'd read somewhere that an orgasm without a hand on cock could be intense, rare, but able to unleash the floodgates of emotion, and Styles wholeheartedly agreed. He felt utterly sated, spent, and raw, but so, so good, like he was floating on a cloud, a delicate cloud that could so easily blow, that could be so easily blown away and out from under him when he was most vulnerable. But Derek was there, and he wasn't worried. He was safe. They had this. I have never felt anything like that, Styles managed after a long time proud of his coherency. He was so, so high on Derek. It was a good feeling. He covered Derek's hand with his own, wincing at the stickiness, but unable to care. Are you okay? Styles sounded as replete as him, if a little concerned. Mm, Styles assured him, feeling like he might drift off. He might have dozed because he came back to himself with a little jerk and felt Derek hold him closer to an answer. Styles licked his kiss-burned lips as his mind started to work again and wondered, Derek? Mm, yeah. His ha sound was half-smothered sm half in Styles' shoulder. Styles smirked, even if there was a distinct gross stickiness oozing between them. Am I your mate? Derek groaned, and Styles could tell he was blushing without even looking at him, just from the sound of his voice. You're not allowed to talk to Peter anymore. I was, I was really waiting for that line. <laughs> <laughs> With a chuckle, Styles slid over to face Derek. Yes, definitely sticky, wet, 
wetness oozing from between his cheeks, smeared across the bed. Definitely disgusting, definitely glad he had a spare set in the drawer. In spite of that, though, he felt a lightness through his entire body, a bone-deep calmness, and Derek was blushing and sex-mused, and so beautifully hissed that he beamed brightly at him until he had to answer properly. It's not really said anymore, Derek admitted, eyes shining, as they roved Styles' face, looking as relaxed as Styles felt. It's sort of cliche now, outdated for our culture. I can't think of a human alternative to phrase, but but Styles prompted his own eyes bright with mischief, and Derek's lips quirked. He leaned, leaned in, smoothing their lips together in a soft, lazy kiss that ended with a little nuzzle that was normal for them. It's still, the term isn't used, but what it means, the connection, the bond, it's not, not like some magical soul bond predetermined by fate. It just feels that way. Magical, Styles prompted, still definitely high on Derek and post-orgasmic perfectness. And more, he answered. <laughs> it's not my dogs this time. Sorry, there's a truck in my alleyway. It's okay. And more, Derek answered, his face still burning, though, though the embarrassment di didn't steal his tongue. I feel like I want to be with you all the time. Like I want to talk to you about nothing at all. Want to hear you rambling at me in that way you do. Touch you, sense you. You understand werewolf culture and what you don't get, you want to get from me. And you, you move like a wolf sometimes, act like one. You're kind of funny in this way that I only seem to get. And you're a total asshole, except you're not. And I can't imagine not ever wanting all of that, all of you. Styles stared at him. Derek was so quiet and stern for the outside world even to some of the packs, so sometimes it was still a shock to hear him explain himself so openly. Holding nothing back when they were all alone like this, he usually opened up most in bed, like this, just after they'd been together. Intimacy brought, out, brought all the walls down for him to be utterly honest and afraid or worried or happy. So you don't call them mates, but you do have them, Styles said, and it wasn't a question but a statement. His gaze drifted down to Derek's lips teasingly before gliding back to his eyes once more. Am I yours? Derek gave a playful snarl and rolled them across the bed. Later, when they finally managed to crawl out of bed, Styles came back into his room after a quick wash in the sink to see Derek. Derek pulling out on his clothes right next to the box he'd nearly tripped over earlier. So do I get my present now? Derek turned just as he pulled on his shirt to glance at Styles before following his gaze to the box. He looked nervous now, and that only piqued Styles' curiosity more. He tugged on a clean pair of boxers, then his jeans, all on the way to the box in front of the foot of bed. Derek only watched him with apprehension as Styles lowered himself onto his haunches. He wanted Styles to like it. Styles realized, and he smiled up at him in reassurance before pulling the cardboard box open. It was weathered but sturdy, old but appeared Derek had taken care of it on the journey back. Heavy, Styles realized as he shifted when he opened it, and when he op did open it, his eyes widened and his heart skipped. Derek, there was an old store mostly intact in the town we scouted to. There was a whole untouched stock of them. Too many to bring them all back, but Scott helped me pick the ones you might, you'd like most. The box was full of comic books. He couldn't believe it. He hadn't seen one since they'd left Beacon Hills. He's let, he let his fingers trace the edges of the box before reaching in to run his fingers along the front covers of one of the issues of Batman. 
I'll have to take you next time. There was a lot of medical equipment we couldn't use back at the clinic here, there too. So we're going to make another trip, but I knew you'd like it. Stiles lifted his head to meet Derek's gaze. And if there was, uh, if there had ever been any doubt, the last fit ebbed away, washed clean by the look on Derek's face. He loved him and he showed him and told him in every way, but the actual words, but it didn't matter because it was clear as the moonlight streaming in through the window. Styles, though, he had never been good at sublets. He rose to his feet, launched himself at Derek, clasping his face in his hands and bringing their lips together in a clash of emotions. It felt like all of it had been building to this point since the moment they first laid eyes on each other across the lake that day. When they parted, it was only for their lips, with Styles still wrapped around him, forehead resting against Derek's as they, he just breathed him in. I love you, he whispered in the small space between them, part of him still flying, always flying with Derek. You saved my life. He changed it, helped him save himself, which, is, which was even more important. Me too, Derek murmured softly, and Styles knew when their lips met again that he reciprocated all of it. The settlement was relatively quiet as they made their way to the pack house a little later. Most people were inside enjoying their evening meal, but there were still a few people milling about, fishing up, finishing up before heading home. Everything calm and quiet. No doubt their world would change someday as they made more contact, constant contact with the other survivors out there. But whatever winds of change were heading their way, they would weather them. The sound of excited chatter and music filtered from the hail house as always, subtle but easily distinguishable in the quiet heat of the settlement. The windows glared softly in the darkness, filling Styles with a sense of home. His dad was in there, his pack too, his family, and Derek's fingers were entangled with his. From the end of the street, they could see the light flooding out of the glass frontage of the entrance. A warm, bright pool in the dark, before they could even turn fully onto the street, however, Styles could just see about see the doors being flung open and a cluster of shapes spilling out onto the street, just about visible in the darkness. But even without heightened sense of sight or smell, Styles could sense the pack everywhere. His skin hummed in, in that telltale way that signaled their approach. Though he'd only been with them last night for dinner, there was something about being greeted by them like this. Fully shifted, a true pack of wolves bolted toward them with Derek at his side. It felt like the instincts in him were singing at the welcome as readily as they were a wolf to, as if he were a wolf too. The pack greeted them with yips and snarls of excitement, large bodies brushing against them, muzzles scenting as they circled, bumping each other playfully. Derek glanced to Styles briefly, then shrugged off his clothes, shifted in the subtle way light, and joined his family in a tangle of playful, playful nips and fur. He bounded slightly on the spot when Coral wagged her tail and Styles laughed, grinning wildly at the family so carefree and relaxed. At that moment, Styles saw his dad making his way up the street with Melissa McCall at his side saw Scott shrugging out of his shirt and letting the chains take him so he could join the fray. Styles could tell from the way his dad bobbed his head, the way he watched, that he was smiling. Derek leapt sideways, dodging Laura as she nipped at his ear, welcoming the gray wolf that was Scott butting gently against his side before turning to Styles. Styles knew the light in his eyes even before he saw a low chuff. Accepting the challenge, he turned, speeding down the street as fast as the light from the house permitted. His heart pounded, and his adrenaline spiked as his face broke into a grin. He heard the pack following, felt the proximity, even before they bolted past him, chasing each other on their own way of welcoming their alpha home. They let their instincts run wild, and Styles ran right alongside them. As they ran, Styles saw a few of the human kids bolt out from their houses to join the run shrieking with glee and intimidating the howling. Boys, Boyd drove back to run beside them, weaving in and out of them in their delight. 
Derek kept, kept pace with Styles, the others pulling back to their level and then darting off again. Howls of delight carrying through the open space of the fields they ran through. When at last Styles' legs and lungs burned in the most wondrous exertion, he staggered to a halt. He let himself fall flat onto the bed of a wild grass at the end of one of the fields, smiling up at the blanket of stars above him as he panted for breath. The howls of the pack grew slightly more distant, but the connection pulsed as strongly as ever, and Styles let his arms fall limp on his heaving chest as Derek's human face came into view above him. Hey, you're blocking the view, Styles panted, still beaming. Also, you're gonna get grass stains on my, your bare ass. <laughs> <laughs> Derek gave a wolfish grin and leaned down for an upside down kiss before rolling onto his side in the grass beside Styles. Styles kept his gaze skyward, relishing in the heat of Derek, of Derek, relishing in the heat of Derek beside him. The way his fingers entwined with Styles' own, as he as his breathing slowly calmed. One day, we might not even need the walls, he said softly to the night, and Derek's fingers squeezed his gently. What seemed like a lifetime ago, Derek had expanded Styles' tiny, quiet world. Now his world was about to get bigger again, and just like before, they do it together. It was certainly not going to be easy, but it wasn't impossible. It wasn't an impossible dream. This piece they'd found, he sure as hell wasn't going to let it go without a fight. Whatever inevitably tried to stand in their way and shadow the, the way of life here wouldn't have it easy. He and Derek made a formidable team with their pack. They were unstoppable. Slowly, Derek pushed upright, rolling slightly as he did so, so he could look down at Derek. Those eyes he adored that had been gazing heavenward turned to him instinctively, soft and bright, shining with the stars all for him. Styles smiles. Styles smiled as he drank in the sight. Ready to rebuild the world with me? Derek reached up, cupped his fingers behind Styles' neck. He held his gaze for a long moment, stroking his warm skin reverently before tugging him down into a kiss. And for the last time on Radio Tower, Finn. No! I love it so much. So sweet. Oh, that was a great ending. It really was. I really did not want to tell you uh, how smutty the last chapter was. Oh, that was fucking hot. 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 <laughs> it got hot in here. They took off all their clothes and it got hot. Yeah, it was, oh, I'm burning up in here. It was well worth the wait for all of that smut. Yeah. It was so well written. Yeah. Oh, and for the last time, this was the end of Radio Tower. It really is. I'm going to miss this and I'm. I hope that Hyperlunary thinks I have done it justice. Really, because it, it, it's such a wonderful story and I'm going to miss it. Is Thank you for reading this story to me. So this is, the, again, my introduction to the Teen Wolf fandom, Steric. Mm -hmm. um, it's I just, so good. When I, when I asked you to do this with me 27 episodes again, I did not uh imagine we would fall in love with it so much yeah i mean i had read it before but like i, I feel heartbroken that it's over i could see the story being one of those stories that you just kind of read again and again because it's so <laughs> makes you feel good it's a feel good it's a feel good story it is it's got the angst it's got a little action but then it just rounds it out and Good stick. This this time it wasn't fuck Gerard. It was hey, let's fuck Steric. Chaotix, thank you for jo joining us on this journey through Radio Tower. We are so sad that it's ending, but we will be back in two weeks. weeks. 
yeah two weeks with a new short story uh we'll let you know what it's called what is it called away away it's called away and it is germany and hansy um and until then goodbye chaotics goodbye chaotics we'll see you in a couple chaotic thursdays yeah <laughs> all right bye guys bye thank you for joining us on our journey today we'd like to thank hyper little noi for allowing us to read her masterpiece radio tower and to our listeners who welcome us into their homes every week we love any reviews downloads subscriptions you can find us on facebook instagram and archive of our own as ships of chaos Thanks for listening and we will see you next chaotic Thursday.